The Denver Broncos defense will be without a key player in Monday's matchup against the Los Angeles Chargers. Kind of a last-minute surprise. How does the Broncos defense respond personnel-wise with Caden Stern's injury? Plus, we take a look at the other injury reports. And Quinn Miners looks like he's trending towards playing. What could he offer to the Broncos run game if that is the case? You get that and much more on today's brand-new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are locked on Broncos. Your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome into a brand new episode of Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much to everybody in Broncos country for tuning in and making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day free and available everywhere you get your podcasts in audio format or whether you watch us on YouTube. Do us a favor, hit that subscribe or that follow button down below so you never miss out on a day's worth of Denver Broncos news, content, coverage, and more every single day. All year long. From the South Stands to the End Zone, I'm your host as always, Cody Rourke, Broncos reporter for Mile High Sports, joined alongside as always by my co-host Sarah Benger, site expert, predominantly orange.com. Sarah, my friend, ahead of Monday Night Football where the Denver Broncos will travel to take on AFC West Division rival, the Los Angeles Chargers. They will be without a key defensive player and a player who is such an impact player for them on Thursday Night Football just about 11 to 12, 13 days ago. He is suddenly out here, and Caden Stearns will miss Monday's game alongside Josie Jewell. So, Sarah, let's dive into it. I mean, obviously, this is big for the Broncos because Caden Stearns' role has quickly elevated with this team. He has been ruled out of Monday with a hip injury. What are your initial thoughts on this? And I'll share some background on the hip as well. Well, my initial thoughts, Cody, are that I guess a lot of what I what I said over the last week is going to have to go into that same redacted file in New York that a lot of Dwight's complaints are put in on the office because I've pretty much been talking up Caden Stearns all week. I'm talking up like, how are the Broncos going to get him on the field with Justin Simmons coming back? And how can they incorporate him in this matchup with Austin Eckler? And you got to make sure you get him out there one way or another, even talking about the idea of could he play some nickel or could he maybe even transition and play a little corner after the Ronald Darby energy. So put all that in the redacted file, Cody, because it's going to be Justin Simmons back this week. We can't ignore that positive news. Also, P.J. Locke playing again. That will be awesome. But Caden Stearns, we talked about this after the Colts game, kind of off the off the air a little bit. Like, he's becoming one of the Broncos' better defensive players, it feels like, and certainly very effective on a per-play basis. So going into this matchup against the Chargers and specifically Austin Eckler, like we talked about on yesterday's episode or the last episode that we did, you know, it's really that chess matchup that you've got to have somebody out there that can cover him, whether it's one-on-one or in space. There's no Josie Jewell in this game. Now there's going to be no Caden Stern. So very interesting to see how the Broncos will kind of go about replacing him. Of course, we know who is going to be doing it, but schematically, Ezero Evero will see what he does. Well, and I'll give a little bit of background, too, on the hip injury. Now, Caden was dealing with a hip injury all throughout training camp. Now, there was a time where he got an injection 
in his hip. And then he was able to come back after, I think, a week of missing some time here. Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett told us on Saturday that he had a little bit of a flare-up. Now, he was limited on Thursday. He was limited on Friday. He was a DNP on Saturday. So for that instance, yes, I mean, a tremendous blow for the Broncos defense coming off of a two-interception performance, not to mention two passes defensed and also being a consistent tackler. And as you mentioned, just a weapon that the Broncos defense can utilize. So the expectation is we'll probably see a little bit more of P.J. Locke inside the dime this upcoming week for the Broncos. And P.J.'s coming off of a concussion that he sustained against the Las Vegas Raiders in week four's action. So obviously a big blow, but you know I don't think this is going to be an injury that lingers very long. I imagine they're just going to be very cautious with it. He could get an, you know, another injection in the coming days or something you know, along the lines, but obviously a tremendous blow to not have him against the Los Angeles Chargers. And you mentioned Josie Jewell as well. We already know his being out. He's been dealing with the knee sprain. That's got him considered week to week. Did not participate a single day of practice this week for the Broncos. Worked off on the side field with the trainers. So Alex Singleton will get the start for the Broncos inside linebacker alongside Side, Jonas Griffith. Tremendous blow for the Broncos, though, defensively. But as you mentioned, Sarah, Justin Simmons will more than likely be back. Now, Nathaniel Hackett on Saturday was kind of coy and said, you know, we're still working through some things. But, I mean, the expectation is that Simmons is going to play. He's practiced all week long. He is going to be a game day elevation to the 53-man roster, right? Because George Payton had designated he, Greg Dulcich, and Michael Ojemudi to return. But they didn't place them officially on the 53-man roster. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment. Sarah and I, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into the Broncos injury report ahead of Monday Night Football against the Los Angeles Chargers, including Quinn Miners. Looks like he could be trending towards playing. What might he add to the run game and in the offense in general in his return, potentially? We dive into that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about Simply Safe, the sponsor of today's episode, Lockdown Broncos. And here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone, and you need the absolute strongest defense that you can muster. You might as well call up the Broncos Red Zone defense, number one in the NFL right now. And this is why I use and trust Simply Safe Home Security. And at Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. It's cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. So you always know that your home is safe. And with 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or you can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door. HD security cameras for inside and outside your home and smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. And even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. So customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL and save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NFL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. And our good friends over there, BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. 
You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in-depth articles, and analysis on every game that you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. They're the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including NBA, MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline where the game starts. All right, Sarah, continue on here on today's special episode, Lockdown Broncos, touching on the injury report ahead of Monday Night Football against the Los Angeles Chargers. For your Denver Broncos, Broncos country, I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to make it Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day every single day on your favorite audio podcasting platform or whether you're watching Sarah and I on YouTube. We appreciate you so much. Let's get into some of the other injury statuses here. And I think, first off, let's start off with Quinn Miners. He is questionable for Monday's game. But here's an interesting note. Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett did mention to us on Saturday that he's further ahead than he was last time when he had a situation to be able to play, in a sense. So what does that mean? Well, if you look at the practice report, he was limited on Thursday and Friday. He was a full participant in Saturday's practice. So that is some potential good news there. And the Broncos are eager and hoping that he will be available. Not to mention, Dalton Reisner was a DNP Thursday and Friday with a back issue, was limited in Saturday's practice, as well is listed as questionable. I mean, how big is it, Sarah, for the Broncos to have both Dalton Reisner and potentially Quinn Miner's return to the starting lineup? Well, for sure with Quinn Miners, Cody, to me, that means you're getting your best offensive lineman back. And I know I've said that before, but I, with all due respect to Garrett Bowles, who has been playing great the last couple of years as compared to his first few years in the league, especially, he's become a very strong left tackle in the NFL. I think Quinn Miners, just based off what we've seen lately, he looks like the Broncos' best offensive lineman, which I think is going to give you a great balance, especially in the running game. And we've already seen the Broncos kind of favoring that right side a little bit in the running game, at least it looks like that kind of when we're watching back at the games or watching them live, it kind of feels like they're favoring that right side in the running game anyway. But with Quinn Miners back in the fold, I just think it really opens things up. It gives you your best offensive lineman. And I think Broncos fans, we should be excited for that because Quinn Miners is one of the team's bright young players, certainly somebody that the Broncos are going to be able to build around on that offensive line. I know that that's been a concern area, but look, if it's been a concern up to this point, now you have one of your best players coming back, somebody that can really help in this particular game. We talked about this in our keys to victory. The Broncos are going to be able to run the ball on the Chargers. They've been giving up 130 yards a game on the ground, Cody. So we know that Quinn Miner's coming back. He's only going to enhance how strong that running game is. I think he gives you better pass protection on the inside. Probably, you know, you're, you're talking about having a little better communication with Lloyd Cushenberry and whoever is the right tackle just because Miners has, you know, he, he was with them all offseason, right? So certainly this is a big, can't be understated addition for the Denver Broncos if he's able to start and play this whole game. Well, let's take a look at offensive tackle Billy Turner now as well, right? Because you mentioned right tackle. Camp Fleming has been the starter since week one for this Broncos team here. We don't know exactly who's even going to start at left tackle right now. I mean, Nathaniel Hackett was very coy in Saturday's press conference with us, but I anticipate it will be Calvin Anderson. But as for Billy Turner, who's been battling a knee injury and has been coming back from the arthroscopic offseason surgery, for him, he's listed as questionable, but has been progressing forward positively, according to Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett. He told us everything's been moving very positive for Billy. We want to do the right thing with him. That's why we're talking about what we're going to do with those tackles and make sure we want want to be sure that we're getting Billy Turner ready. Cam Fleming has done a really good job for us. Calvin Anderson stepped in and did a great job. So we 
we're lucky to have three of them. So we don't really get much out of that, right? We can read into it a multitude of ways. I, I could just tell you this based on being a practice. I have a feeling it's going to be Cam Fleming at right tackle again this week. And I think Calvin Anderson will step in at left tackle. So that makes up the Broncos offensive line for Monday night's football matchup against AFC West division rival, the Los Angeles Chargers. Now I can tell you this, Josie Jewell obviously being you know out is, is a blow. We touched on that a little bit earlier. Some other injuries for the Broncos. Melvin Gordon has been limited all week long with neck and rib injury that he's been battling through. The belief initially right now is that he will play, but in the event, Sarah, that he's unable to go, Latavius Murray and Mike Boone are fully ready to get things going, and Broncos head coach Nathaniel Hackett said he is very excited to see what Latavius Murray can maybe offer for this Broncos offense this upcoming week against the Chargers. Are you concerned at all whether or not Melvin will or will not be able to go? I'm not concerned, Cody, honestly. I, I mean, we saw Mike Boone running really well. Obviously, when Latavius Murray last played for the New Orleans Saints in London a couple weeks ago, he looked really good as well. So to me, I think you've got plenty of reinforcements there. Divina Zigbo, he looked good in the preseason. He hasn't got many opportunities yet in the regular season, but if you need to call him up, I feel like he could give you some help in a pinch as well and play some special teams. So definitely not worried if Melvin Gordon has to miss time. Of course, it's kind of an unfortunate position to be in, right? You wish you could be worried if Melvin Gordon was going to miss because you want him to be that difference maker every single week, every single game. You want him to be a guy that the team can't live without as opposed to somebody that you're not overly worried about not having out there. But of course, we hope he can play. We hope he can build off a strong performance against the Colts because up until that point, it was really I mean you couldn't trust him out there and that's why the Broncos went and got Latavius Murray that's why we've seen such an increased workload even with the Javante Williams injury for Mike Boone because I think if the Broncos could they would have just rode the hot hand of Melvin Gordon or just given him the full workload because he's a veteran back who's been around for a long time scored a lot of touchdowns in the NFL done a lot of really good things unfortunately they had to make some adjustments on the roster so I wouldn't be overly worried if he can't play in terms of the guys they have behind him right now. And we'll see what the prognosis is leading up to kickoff. We'll have you covered here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. Also be at the game covering this game as well for Mile High Sports. So make sure you stay tuned, milehighsports.com. Uh, you know, some other things too, a final injury note here. Eric Sauber, tight end, has emerged as the number one guy here for Russell Wilson within that position. He is also questionable with a thigh injury as well. So we'll see if he's able to go on Monday night. And if not, will we see the debut of Greg Dulcich, who, Sarah, like I said, I've been watching him in practice all week. Greg Dulcich, he is different. He looks different than anything the Broncos have at you know at the skill player position right now. That could be exciting in and of itself. But Broncos Country Keeper Dials tuned here to the Lockdown Broncos podcast and your favorite audio podcasting platform. Or whether you watch us on YouTube, Sarah Bettinger and myself, we have you covered every single day, all year long. All things Denver Broncos here on the Lockdown Broncos. We'll see you for our Keys to Victory episode leading up to kickoff on Monday Night Football. Plus, we'll have you covered with the post-game report sometime after the game as well. We'll see you then.